When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Q. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Cincinnati's Q102. It's Jeff and Jen, 751. We got rain developing after 11 o'clock this morning, and then it's supposed to continue through late this evening. We'll see uh, high around 46. Yeah, right now, current temperature 40 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. GOP presidential debate in South Carolina. The Revenant gets the most Oscar nominations with 12. We met the owner of the convenience store in Chino Hills, California, where one of three winning Powerball tickets was sold. I'm so proud to be partner with the uh, California Lottery. Stage and film actor Alan Rickman has died. The parent company of Southern Comfort is selling the brand to a rival firm. Celine Dion's husband, Renee Angelil. Die. The city of Chicago is releasing another video of a black teenager shot and killed by police. President Obama in Baton Rouge. How do we make sure our politics work? Urging voters to be informed and stay involved. The National Hurricane Center says subtropical storm Alex has grown into a rare January hurricane. NASA says it has picked three commercial space flight companies to ferry cargo to and from the International Space Station. Yeah, those are some of the day's news headlines. Turning our attention now to e-news this morning, one of the friends has already bailed on the so-called reunion that we were talking about yesterday. We've got that story coming up. Also, Celine Dion's husband, the passing of Celine Dion's husband. We'll get to both of those stories here in a minute. But first, let's begin this hour's e-news with the Oscar nominations that came down yesterday. Yeah, they announced the nominees yesterday. Leonardo DiCaprio's frontier movie, The Revenant, leading the way with 12 nominations. Mad Max Fury Road is second with 10. Both of those are up for Best Picture, along with Spotlight, The Martian, Brooklyn, Room, The Big Short, and Bridge of Spies. Of course, Leonardo got a Best Actor nomination. I've already forgotten. Did he win the Golden Globe? I yeah. believe he did, he yes. He did for The Reven- Revenant? Yes. Yep. Because yeah. he made some political speech. Oh, mm-hmm. he <laughs> Which That's is the only perfect. reason I remember it. I don't remember what it was about. I just remember being annoyed. Okay. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> well, maybe you'll get another one at the Oscars. Yeah. This is his uh, fifth time that he's been nominated. Never won, but a lot of people are thinking that this is his year. He's up against Matt Damon for The Martian. Michael Fassbender for Steve Jobs, Brian Cranston for Trumbo, and Eddie Redmayne for The Danish Girl. Hmm. So they just do one blanket best actor. They don't do in a comedy versus in a whatever. Correct. Gotcha. Jennifer Lawrence got a best actress nomination for Joy. Third nomination in the category. I mean, gosh, she's 25. Isn't that awesome? She won for Silver Linings Playbook three years ago. She was also nominated for Best Supporting Actress for American Hustle two years ago. 
Competition this time is Kate Blanchett for Carol. Brie Larson for Room. How do you say this girl's name? Sasha Ronan. That's spelled S A O. I don't know. I'm not familiar with her. You would totally recognize her if you saw her. Yeah, she's from Brooklyn. Brooklyn, right. But yeah, I think it's might be. And Charlotte Rampling for 45 years. Sunday, February 28th on ABC, Chris Rock hosting. But here we go. There's always got to be some controversy. Right. The Oscars only nominated white people in the four main acting categories for the second year in a row. So people are talking and wondering about how the Academy could ignore Michael B. Jordan in Creed, Idris Elba in Beasts of No Nation, and Straight out of Compton. I don't know. How is that even possible? I don't, I don't know. know. I haven't seen Creed, but I heard that Michael Jordan guy does an amazing job. Mm-hmm. I mean, the body transformation alone was incredible, and that's something that they say the Oscars normally kind of Pay look attention at. attention to. And, I mean, how, straight out of Compton, I don't know how many great things I heard about that movie. Did you see that one? I did not see it, but the critics absolutely loved it. Yeah. All right, Celine Dion's husband, Renee Angelil, if I'm pronouncing, sorry if I'm butchering his name. I never met the man, but he passed away yesterday after a long battle with throat cancer. He was 73 years old. His death was announced on Celine's website. Celine, obviously, uh, much younger than Renee. She is only 47. They got married in 1994, and they have three children, 14-year-old Renee Charles, 5-year-old twins Nelson and Eddie. Renee also has adult children from a previous relationship. Could you imagine being 73 years old and having five-year-old kids? No. No. Wow. In 2014, Celine announced that she was going on hiatus from her Las Vegas residency just to take care of him. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. But she returned to the stage last August. Understandably, shows for this weekend have been canceled. Her next show is scheduled for February 23rd. He's been suffering for a long time. Yeah. Was, yeah. Seems like this has been going on forever. Terrible. Well, the so-called Friends reunion is over before it could even happen. Matthew Perry will not be there because he's in London rehearsing for a play that starts next month. I was hoping, I mean, if anybody was going to show up, I wanted to see him there with Monica because there's the rumor that he and Courtney Cox are seeing each other in real life. Right. So I wanted to watch and pay attention to the nonverbal the body language stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah, but Chandler always ruined everything. That's the thing. On the show, he was always the one that had the weird smile. He was the one that was always <laughs> late to stuff or he was awkward. He's a I, terrible person. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Doesn't that sound he's like anybody this. I know. <laughs> But you still love him anyway. Even if he ruins everything, as she said. Ruins everything. He did on this show. That was kind of his character guy. Uh, 
But, uh, yeah, I mean, the the phrase reunion has always been just a little misleading anyway. I mean, they were all just going to be getting together to participate in a two-hour tribute to They're the not guy even who produced be in and directed a bunch room, of their shows. Probably not. You're going to have little interviews here and there, and it's a show that probably nobody will watch anyway, so. Because nobody knows who the guy is. He's I the mean, guy that made friends. Well, he produced Other and directed that, a bunch, of, but, but he also, that. you know, Mary Tyler Moore, the Bob Newhart Show, Taxi Cheers. Frazier, Will and Grace, and Mike and Molly. A lot of successful sitcoms. Right. All so. right. Anything else, Jen? No, that is it. That is your latest e-news. We'll have more for you coming up after 8 o'clock with Jeff and Jen here at Cincinnati's Q102. Q. Sometimes the first date seals your fate. It's the second date update with Jeff and Jen on Q102. When are we going on our second date? Jen's calling about a guy named Nick that she met up with recently, and she's got the whole story here. Jen, good morning. Hi, good morning. Welcome to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Welcome to Second Date Update. Tell us all about Nick. Okay. Um, so yeah, we actually met online um, in the beginning of December, I think it was. Yeah. And we went out for a few weeks leading up to Christmas, like three or four times a week. Oh, wow. So this is somebody yeah. you've, you've had more than just one date with. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And uh, things were going really, really well. I thought, anyway, I thought everything was going really well. And I took him to my company Christmas party. And we did all kinds of, like, holiday stuff together. That's a little life, not Parker. Um, waited at Crossroads. And um, and then we spent Christmas Eve together. And, you know, we both had family stuff on Christmas Day. And we decided that, like, neither one of us was ready to start meeting the family. But honestly, I thought, you know, that would probably just happen soon anyway. Mm-hmm. We but you were headed so in that direction. Audible. So you did not meet up with family then? No, with each other. I was like, I wasn't, um, I wasn't worried. I was like enjoying so well that it's probably just going to happen soon anyway. Cool. Okay. Yeah. No. No uh, reason to rush it. Exactly. And um, I don't know. We were just having so much fun, and like the chemistry was off the charts, and everything was just so good that part of me was like kind of worried that something might have happened to him or whatever or like have I done everything you know I can you know to make everything work and and um to not screw this up mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah I hadn't uh, I started calling him and texting him and I hadn't heard from him since Christmas Eve Ooh. Christmas Eve was the last time you had any contact yeah. with him Jeez, that's a while what was the last thing you guys did before you never heard from him again we were eating at my place just chilling um, you guys didn't have a fight or anything? No, not at all. I mean, there was, you know, cuddling going on. So, like, things were good. Did you guys have plans the next day? Um, not the next day, because that was, that was Christmas Day. We are going to spend it with our family. So. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, this is weird. Hmm. Yeah. We're not going to get to the bottom of this until we talk to him. So let's take a break. I'll put you on hold. Uh, this is not like a traditional second date update in the in the sense that this isn't someone you know well. This is a guy that you would actually have been dating throughout most of the month of December, and then it all just flatlined on Christmas Eve. So something's something's yeah. going on there, and that's what we need to find out. We'll take a break. I'll put you on hold. Fritz will get the phone number, and we will call Nick and find out what he thought of Jen and this relationship. Really, this was kind of what they had up until Christmas Eve. What he thought of that coming up next with Jeff and Jen here on Cincinnati's Q102. Q. Q. 
Sometimes the first date seals your fate. It's the second date update with Jeff and Jen on Q102. When are we going on our second date? All right, so Jen met this guy, Nick, online, and uh, this was back in early December. They've actually been dating for a while, so this is not your traditional second date update in that they meet, they go on a date, and then one never hears from the other again, and we want to know why. They actually did a whole lot of stuff together. They spent time together. They almost sort of spent the holidays together. They were hanging out Christmas Eve, uh, but they did not hang out on Christmas Day because that was the day they were going to both be with their families. Jen, you talked about how great things were with Nick, all of the fun stuff that you did leading up to Christmas Eve that you did. After hanging out on Christmas Eve, everything seems fine. You know, they're just cuddling by the fire. Next thing you know, she never hears from the guy again. He just ghosted. And after attempts to call and text, he's not responded. Is that right? Right, exactly. Any other important details I've left out that we need to cover? I think I think you covered it. Okay, then this is what we're going to do. We're going to call Nick and see where his head is at. And, and where he is. Where he is and what happened to him. Hey, Nick. Yeah? You're alive. <laughs> I'm sorry, who is this? <laughs> it's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you doing this morning? I'm all right. Did I win something? Uh, well, not yet, but you know what? We're hoping if this works out, we can maybe send you to dinner or something. Uh, we've got the whole team here. Fritch and Tim are here, and we're checking in with you because a friend we have in common by the name of Jen is worried about you. She hasn't heard from you since Christmas Eve. We want to make sure you're okay. Uh, I'm fine. This is weird. What is this? Well, it's a feature we do on our show called Second Date Update. Typically, it's if somebody goes on a first date with someone, they have a really great time, but they never hear from them again, and they want to know why. And I know you guys have been dating a while, so this is a little bit different, but we kind of made an exception here because this was just such a bizarre set of circumstances where it seemed like everything was going so well right up to Christmas Eve, and then you just kind of ghosted on her. I know that she's made attempts to contact you and, and you haven't responded, which indicates that you maybe you don't want to hear from her. But for her benefit, and now our curiosity is peaked, we were wondering if you'd be willing to share what the heck happened between you two. I guess I could give her some answers if she wants to know so badly. She's going to call a radio station to find out. Um, wow. All right. Uh I just got so insulted and offended on Christmas Eve that I haven't had it in me to get a hold of her. Well, what did she say? What did she do? What happened? I don't think she has any you know, any idea because she really thought you guys were like just chilling, relaxing by the fire. It was. It was very, we were having a very nice time. And then she gave me this present, this gift basket of like toys and not like children's toys. Uh, adult toys. What do you mean, like adult toys? Yeah, and look, I'm I'm adventurous and I'm I'm cool, but there's some stuff in there for like male enhancement, you know, <laughs> like to give you more than like you were given, you know. And I I took offense, you know, <laughs> like in a big way. Yeah, you know. And so it wasn't <laughs> in the toys. <laughs> yeah, right. So it wasn't the toys then so much as it was the the male enhancers that bothered you the most. Yeah, like if you don't appreciate what I have, then I, you know, I'm, 
That I mean, that is. Well, at the very least, it wasn't thought out. I, I, I honestly like I, I never thought something like that would happen, and I was, I was, I guess not surprised about how upset I was. You know, yeah. in it that just was like an instant turnoff. Yeah, uh, I guess I could see that. It, did did that. it all just come together, or do you think it was something she handpicked for you? <laughs> yeah, was it a pre-mixed I mean, package? <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's like, not. It funny. didn't feel like a joke because you know what I mean. Like it wasn't like she gave it to me and then laughed. It's like she had this really sweet look on her face, like like I was going to be happy to receive this. And uh, I, you know, okay. yeah. Like she, maybe if it had been clear, it was a joke, but it, it did not seem like a joke at all. Well, okay. I mean, yeah. I'm just a little bit curious. Is it is it something that you? feel you might actually need and are offended that she noticed or feels the same way or is it like i don't need that stop it that feels like kind of a rude question i'm just trying to like get my day started and yeah you're asking me about you know it wasn't like, intended that way no, it was like, it wasn't intended that way i know but I, you know I'm, I'm feeling a little you know no listen this is the last thing that we want to do we don't want to make you sorry for talking to us and yeah. we appreciate that you re, that you've even indulged us this far full disclosure here jen is on the line with us and, and she's been listening to this because we thought this was a great way for her to hear it without any filter and we appreciate you doing that jenny are you still there yeah <laughs> i am so sorry I never would have guessed that that was the reason. I am extremely happy with with what you have to offer, naturally, without needing any of those things. So then what um, was up with the male enhancement products? Yeah, then? that's what I'm wondering. It was, I was just trying to, you know, be fun and different and, you know, it, it didn't have anything to do with, like, what I wanted you to to have or be or anything like that. I mean, oh, man. I appreciate what you're saying. I can, can you understand how how that I could that would make? I make do. I, I don't know. I just wanted to have some fun, and it wasn't like a joke of a gift. You know, it was just kind of like just to have some fun, let's do something different. You know. Yeah, but Jen, if Nick had given you like you know breast enhancement cream and said, "Hey, I'm just being playful and fun," <laughs> like how would you have taken that? Oh, you'd be offended. Yeah, I guess so. I feel awful. It was totally not meant to be taken that way. and I don't know how you don't take it that way. Well, like, you'd see, maybe she's trying to be flirty and fun. I mean, maybe not, like, for longevity cream or other things like that. Yeah, but you got to understand that the message is, no matter how endowed you are or aren't, it isn't enough for me. Yeah. Well, lesson learned. Um, this is about as awkward as it gets. <laughs> you don't say. Yeah, yeah you can feel it, can't you? Like, ee. I guess that's the thing. You know, it's just kind of, you know, Jen. I had a really good time with you, and you're the kind of person I would, I would probably want to date. It's, it's just that really was a big turnoff, and it, I don't know that I can turn it back on. When it kind of, when the light goes out for me, it just kind of goes out. Yeah, right. I'm sorry, Jen. Okay, it happens, and uh, I learned those, and hopefully. <laughs> yeah, golf course gift certificates, um, <laughs> back rub yeah. gift certificates, <laughs> a nice dinner. Book. Is there any way I could just kind of go solo with that? Is there anything in the basket she gave you that can help you go solo? All right. All right, <laughs> Jen. Thank you, Nick. Yeah, we appreciate yeah. it. Well, Sorry it didn't good work luck. out. Sorry it didn't work out for you, Jen. Yeah. All right, thanks, guys. I really appreciate you helping me out. You got it. Okay. What? All right, here's my question. All right. Let's say you're a dude and you've got average to above average 
equipment. Let's and say. You know, let's We know. Well, huge. <laughs> yeah, and you know huge. You do, yeah. You know, and you know this, and you are perfectly, you have zero insecurities about what you got going on down there. Right. And somebody gives you what she gave him. Mm-hmm. Are you offended? Well, I'm disappointed because I feel like it's not enough for her, and she's the one that matters to me. Okay. I think first date, something's wrong. Or second date or whatever, mm. like that first initial getting to know each other. Later on, something funny to mm. laugh about and whatever. Add I mean, excitement. Not, not Yeah, not a big deal. Yeah. It was but, just too but soon up front, in front, the... like, whoa. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I'd like time out. Whoa, whoa. Reverse the situation. How would you feel if there was some gift given to you mm-hmm. that implied a physical shortcoming, regardless of whether you thought that that physical shortcoming existed or not, you may have felt very centered and secure about the way you looked until this moment where suddenly now it seems that this person is implying that it's not enough for them. Well, I lived that with Fun Robbie. Right. He, like, asked me to get a boob job. And how did that make well, you feel, Well, that Jen? was the thing is I'd always wanted one prior to then anyway. Right. You know? But then once he asked me, it was the last thing I was going to do. And, and as soon as we broke up, I made the appointment and had it done. You had always wanted one because why? You felt that that was yeah, an Yeah, because no that- matter how much weight I lost and no matter how thin I got, I didn't feel proportionate. It's right. like I always felt like my butt looked big because I didn't have anything on top. But you didn't want top. someone telling you to get one. Yeah, you were carrying that around anyway. Anyway, right. So when he brings that up, you're like, oh, you know, that that must have just made it, that must have just been awful. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess it was. It was like, I just thought it was really crappy for him to say it. Yeah. That I remember. I remember you and I talking about it at the Do time. You? Yeah. Yeah. You were upset. You weren't happy. Yeah, it's a tough call. I also remember the pleasure you got out of having them done long after you two had broken <laughs> up. And I never saw him again. That was the worst. And you couldn't I wait. Oh, I wanted to run into him with these great big, yeah. I know. I kind of wanted to see that happen, too. <laughs> you never saw him again after he never left town? never saw him again. No. Never saw him again. Wow. Um, I, you know, it's just a weird situation because it's like maybe in other things in life, aside from, I don't know. It's like if somebody were to, to look at tell these me, phones lighting up. I mean, a lot of people want to weigh like in. That, well, it's if somebody says something, if somebody calls you something you're not like if somebody if I was having a discussion with somebody and and they said to me, you don't know anything about autism, right? Right. I know a lot about autism. That would not upset me, right? Because I know they're full of it. They're wrong. Right. They're wrong. Bottom right. line. But if they were to say to me, um. God, you're so stupid. Stupid is a word that sends me over the edge. And I have this little piece of insecurity in me that I'm afraid I am stupid. There's a part of me that thinks I am stupid. So when somebody else calls me stupid, I get very upset about that because I agree with them. And that's what's bothering me. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So that's why I kind of wondered. Right about you know, him. Yeah. If that was... What's what was driving his offense? Right. All right, let's bring Kelly in on the conversation. Kelly, good morning. Welcome to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Hi, good morning. I had something very similar happen to me. Um, had been mar- had been married, just given birth to my third baby in October. So mm-hmm. by Christmas, I thought 
I was feeling very good about myself, thought I had lost pretty much of the weight, was in like a size eight pair of jeans, which I was ecstatic about. For Christmas, my husband got me a pair of jeans in a size zero and this really tight, stretchy sweater. I have never in my life been a size zero. And he was very proud of that gift and handed it to me. And you could tell he was very excited waiting for me to open it. And I opened it and I pulled it out and I looked at it. And then I'm thinking to myself, I've never been a size zero. I'm happy I'm in a size eight, but I felt so horrible about myself after opening that gift. I thought I'm never going to be tiny enough. I'm never, you know, it just really, it just ruined my, my self image for a really long time. I mean, what was his intent? Was his intent, did he really believe that that was the size that you were wearing? Or was that his way of send, saying to you, keep it up, honey, someday you'll be able to fit into these? I think he really thought that, you know, he loved the outfit and he thought that eventually I would fit into those. Uh. Even though he had to have known that I've never been a size zero. Never, ever, ever. I mean, right now I'm a size six and that's my average size. But at the time I was an eight and I was ecstatic with that. And I felt really good about myself. After three babies. And when I opened that, uh, after three babies, and then opening that gift and seeing his anticipation and his excitement as I open it, it just really, well, we're divorced now. And (laughs) I mean, but for a long time, it really really did bother you to get myself back. Yeah. Yeah. So I felt, you know, I understand. You're giving a man a lot of credit in assuming that he had to have known. Right. Men are so clueless. We really are. I mean, I don't know what an appropriate size would have been. I'm sitting here thinking, well, what would have been? A a medium? Do you know what size Kristen wears? Well, can I tell you something? No. Um, He had had gone shopping with my um, brother-in-law to buy the outfit, and my brother-in-law said it was kind of a gag gift that they looked at that at the store, held it up, and, oh, she's never going to fit in this, but I love it, and let's get it anyway. And he had a good laugh about it oh, as they were buying. That's not nice. And so, yeah, they don't know, yeah. they don't know what's funny. That's they, mean. No, they don't. <laughs> that's yeah. mean clueless. They're clueless. Yeah. Right. You're right. Yeah. Well, thank you for taking my call. Thank you, you Kelly. Have thank a great you. weekend. Okay. okay, bye. All right. 823, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. We're looking at... Rain moving into the area sometime after 11 o'clock this morning is the at its at its current trajectory. We're predicting uh, right around 11 o'clock this morning we'll start to see some wet weather move in. And that will hang with us through late this evening. We'll see a high around 46. Right now it is 42 with Jeff and Jen in Cincinnati's Q102. My wife of 33 years uh, and I are... Thank you. We are going through a little phase that I like to call the M phase. Now, for those of you who are too young to know what the M phase, allow me to expound. The M phase is called menopause. (laughs) And at first, I didn't really understand it. But I kept looking at the word. And it has the words men and pause. (laughs) And what that means is if you're a man... You better pause before you say something. Now, the American Medical Association says that one of the symptoms of menopause is irritability. I feel bad for her because the poor thing's going through hot flashes and night sweats. And, geez, our room is like the temperature of a meat locker. But I'm not saying anything because I know I'm in here. I guess you think it's just a little too cold in here now, don't you? I'm like, no, what? No. I love seeing my breath. I'm going to go turn on the faucet so the pipes don't freeze.
if you are doing the online dating thing and you're not getting a lot of messages, it's probably because of your pictures. Yeah. Got to be careful there. Or you're disgusting. <laughs> but let's assume it's your pictures. Here are four tips from Cosmo on how to take dating profiles that get you results. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Jen. Yes. Post a full body photo that is realistic. Flattering, but realistic. Okay. That's a good one. Maybe post one where you're a little dressed up, like at a party, but not formal. Dressy casual. Yes. All right. Number two. Okay. Make one a picture of you doing something interesting as a way to start a conversation. Well, see, that's the thing. Don't we all have different definitions of interesting? Yeah, but if they don't find you interesting, then they won't like you. So Why are you at a convention for Star Wars people? Exactly. Why, yeah. why are you carrying a lightsaber? <laughs> I'll give you some better examples. <laughs> Skydiving. Oh, okay. Hiking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you have any of things about that the I might actually yeah. do? Do I any might, of us yeah, have hiking Interesting, yeah. Long walks along the beach. Okay, that I would do. Come on. I'd put on some really cool, like, hiking boots. <laughs> this is a picture of me watching Netflix and just chilling. <laughs> All by myself, yeah. Yes. Yeah, but you could post a picture of you in an interesting city, maybe, like, oh, what were you doing in China? There or, you go. You know. Travel pick. Look at you on the Great Wall. Yeah. How about Fascinating. That? I've never been to China. I've always wanted to go. Tell me about it. Yeah. People who've done the same thing will want to share their experience, and other people will ask you about it. All right. Now, ladies, listen. <laughs> you want to have at least one picture with minimal makeup. <sighs> if you look made up in every single photo, it's going to look like you got something to hide. Or that you're high maintenance and require a lot of makeup. Right. And finally, step up your selfie game. Good lighting, no filters, no dirty laundry or unmade bed in the background. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of work. I know. And if you're going to take it in a mirror, for the love of God, make sure the mirror is clean. Or that the toilet's That's not in funny. the background with some pee-pee in there. Right. That's awesome exactly. when that happens. What is the worst online dating photo you've ever seen? Immediately, I turned to Fritz because I know you've spent, I spent lots probably, of time. Yeah. I didn't do a lot of online dating, but I was on Tinder for a short amount of time. And I, I think that 100% it has to go to the shirtless guys holding the little uh, girl, holding the little girly dogs, you know? Yeah. Or, I mean, any, probably any kind of shirtless dude, mm-hmm. you know, the standing in front of the mirror picture. Yes. Taking a picture of himself shirtless. The gym selfie when you're shirtless. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's almost as if they get that women love shirtless guys holding babies and puppies. And dogs. <laughs> yeah, but it's so just, and, and it's just. Does it feel manipulative? Well, and I just all? pick them apart because it's like, you know, and you got all that gel in your hair and you have on that thick gold chain and you have your little, you know, yep, yep, dog. And it's I mean, just you, all around bad. Do you think there are a lot of women, though, that are responding to them because they like that? I mean, there's got to be a reason that they're doing it. Yeah, they may be getting a lot of action on that. A lot I of think, traffic. I yeah. think if you want to Netflix and chill, <laughs> that might be the way to go. For yeah. some people, I think right. that that kind of screams like, hey, I want to hook up with you. Yeah. I'm going to go shirtless and hold a ferret. 
<laughs> oh my god, that would be Ugh. awesome. That would be awesome. Stinky. I think you should do it. <laughs> I think you should do it just for your profile picture on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes people do like um in, How hot is this? In front of their car is another one. Like, they want to show you, like, hey, I drive a Lexus, or hey, I have a Mercedes, and you're like, or, you know, hey, I got a Trans Am, you know, something exciting if they're kind of vintage I got an F-150. Old. Yeah. This is just me, coincidentally, hanging out in front of my Benz or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. But I kind of feel sorry for guys when they have, because guys usually don't like taking pictures of themselves. So, but that's, you know, but that's the thing. I think the online dating thing is so much easier for men because I, I feel like there are a ton more women doing it than there are men doing it. So you got, you got your pick. Really? Dudes. Well, I just, you know, I, I have a friend. He's like 60. And he's in great shape. He has posted, like, shirtless pictures. And the women go nuts. Is he your financial guy? He's, yes. Why did I think he was married? He's not married? No, he's divorced. Oh, wow. And women in their 40s and 50s, he's going out. If he wanted to, he could go out on two dates a day. Every day. Is that because he's, he's a financial advisor and is ripped? No. I mean, he's a, de- you know, he's a decent looking guy. guy. Decent looking you know? guy. And he's, he's loaded. Tall. He's Yeah, he's got money. But still, <laughs> there, you there go. are so many women, though. I mean, how many, how many women in their 40s and 50s do you know that can still wear a bikini and look good? Not that many. There aren't that many. Yeah. He's got tons of them just banging down his door. Yeah. So every single good-looking woman. <laughs> is he taking advantage of that, or is he? Oh, yeah, yeah. Where does oh, he's he live? Living the life. He's in Connecticut. Oh yeah. So there's a bigger dating pool up there, maybe than here. I don't know. I don't know about that. But right. it, you know, I just feel like men maybe don't need to try that hard. Have you uh, gone round and round with him yourself, no, or no? No. no, no, no. no, no. Why? No. <laughs> yeah. What's what's stopping I mean, why you? Why not? Why? What's holding you back? Because I'm not a. F- uh, well, one, I'm too young. He tends to. He, I'm too young for him. He tends to go a little he older. He tends to go a little bit women. older. Okay. But I don't fit his profile. Gotcha. He goes hiking. Yeah. He uh, goes, yeah. He's he, an active guy. Oh, God. Jen's more of a Netflix and chill. He's yeah. adventurous. He'll he go skydiving. He likes a lot of that, too. <laughs> yeah. But he's definitely a, uh, I mean, he's He's not a homebody. Not at all. He's go, 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 go all the time. Yeah. 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 He, would not, he would not fit into my lifestyle at all. Mm-mm. All right, here we go. 513-749-2320. What is the worst online dating photo you've ever seen? And if you're not able to get to a phone, you can also join the conversation on Facebook. We're known as Jeff and Jen on Q102 on Facebook. That's our handle, Jeff and Jen on Q102. You can like us on Facebook and join the conversation. 513-749-2320. What is the worst online dating photo you've ever seen? Paint a picture. Describe it for us. Cincinnati's Q102, Jeff and Jen, 735. We got rain developing after 11 o'clock this morning and then rolling through late this evening. High of 46. Right now it is 40 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. We were talking about the useful tips that they've come out with for taking better online dating photos. Uh, These are the suggestions from Cosmopolitan Magazine. If you are going to go online dating. If you're joining a dating site, if you're going on Match or one of these uh, online sites, they say it's really important for you to use an honest, full-body photo that is realistic, flattering, but realistic. 
and maybe where you're a little dressed up. Uh, followed by at least one picture of you doing something interesting. And if you post a selfie, make sure that your mirror and the background are clean. Because a lot of people take, you know, they take the selfies in the bathroom and whatnot. Because mm-hmm. yeah. the lighting's good. Taylor. I just think in general when people have their pictures and they're clearly cropped from all their ex-girlfriends. Oh, that's, yeah, a, that's good a good one. one. Right. <laughs> you see, you see a hand, or <laughs> so. right, like it's so obvious it should not be up there. <laughs> right. Yeah, and the best point. is, is when you go online and you Facebook stalk them, and they still have the actual picture up the with the ex girlfriend. You're like, oh, oh really? Right. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> good one. Thank you, Taylor. Thank you, Lee. Good morning. Good morning. What is the worst online dating photo you've ever seen? Okay, well, you know how, like, people that hunt are always really proud of their hunting stuff? Yes. Right. Photo of them holding a gun or maybe with, like, a deer that they got or whatever. This guy had a squirrel. A squirrel. A squirrel. It was so bad that when he emailed me, I just messaged him back, like, I'm not interested at all, but... Um, I do photos on the side for fun. I will take a picture for you. <laughs> that's so nice. But that was that's very what sweet. he's interested in is hunting. Hunting squirrels. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's probably a woman out there that loves a good squirrel soup. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. This wasn't me. I get it. Thank you, Lee. Bye. Trina. Yes. The worst online dating photo you've seen. Um, it was a man sitting at a desk, so I'm assuming the computer was in front of him, and he used the computer camera. Oh, yeah. To take his photo. In the background to the right is a woman laying on a bed in a negligee. <gasps> wow. Shut up. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, right? Do you think he didn't realize that she was in the background, or do you think he did it on purpose? I think he did it on purpose, actually, you know. I don't know. Maybe sending a different kind of message than I would be looking for. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm here because I want to be, not because I have to be. That is insane. That's funny. (laughs) Good one. Thank you, Trina. Thank you. Kelly. Yes. What is the worst online dating photo you've seen? And it's, I would say, a combination of the screen name and the picture. So the screen name was, I have a huge, you know what, <laughs> 87. And then this picture was a picture of his baby daughter. Oh, wow. Like, this is beyond inappropriate. And I would say, Jen, I totally agree with you that there are so many nice cute girls out just like trying to meet someone nice. And my experience was that I was terrified every day by the guys that creeped on me on um, match. So yeah, yeah. I agree with you there. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? Thanks. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. I don't envy women that are online dating. No. I don't think that would be. I don't see that as being fun no. for you. Got no. a, an email from uh, Saria. She says, hey, I had I had to send this to you so you could see the message, the profile name, and the picture. It says, great news. We would like to introduce you to Moon King. <laughs> here's here's the photo, <laughs> Show me. Jen. Oh, for the love of all the skin and all. Describe it for those of us that can't see. Bald, hair on one side, red beard, teeth, one eye. Sexy. I don't know. Wow. 
Moon Someone King. else called in and said, anytime that you have uh, your wedding ring still on in yeah. the picture, it's probably a bad idea, yeah. too. That's a good one. Good tip. Yeah. There. On Facebook, you can uh, join in, search Jeff and Jen on Q102. Joey says, I'm listening to you guys in Key West and uh, at a bed of breakfast, and the guys here say that people who pose with their car... Sarah says, uh, I once saw a woman in a full-on leather Catwoman suit, complete hey. with ears and tail. Nice. Alexandra says, any of those dudes with dead animals that they just hunted, I'm all for hunting, but I don't want to see your bloody dead deer. Yeah. Right. Gosh. Common themes. All right. 741, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. By the way, we have a brand new second date update coming up for you uh, right around 755 this morning. Otherwise, we're going to see rain developing after 11 o'clock this morning and continuing on through late this evening. We'll see a high around 46. Right now, it is 40 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. And now, it's time for... Random. 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 Facts. All right, we've come to the part of the program where we uh, lay out for you some interesting facts that we came across. There's no real story behind them. Uh, and not necessarily any discussion to go with them. These are just random facts that if you're looking for an icebreaker or you're uh, looking to spark up a conversation with the water cooler, these might be these might be fun. Okay. All right, here we go. The original name for Ego Waffles. Lego my Egos. Yes. The original name, though, for Ego Waffles was Froffles. Froffles? Froffles. Frozen yeah. waffles? Yes, oh, frozen yeah. plus waffles. But people called them Eggos because they tasted a little like eggs. And two years later, that became their official name. Wow. And then they launched that whole marketing campaign of Lego My, egg, my Eggos. Yeah. <laughs> sounds wrong. All right. Hey, you want Froffles for breakfast? Yeah, sounds gross, sure. doesn't it? All right. Jimmy Carter. President Jimmy Carter was the first American president to be born in a hospital. Really? Are you kidding me? No. Nope. Everybody else was born at home? Yep. It was 1924. Wow, it's it? Wow. President Carter, who is still alive today. Yes, he is. He just beat cancer. Sure did. Was the first American president to be born in an actual hospital. Isn't that That's wild? crazy to yes. think about. Yeah. Do you imagine having a baby at home? Oh, no. Oh, my God. It's got to be messy. <sighs> All right. How about this? The University of Vermont, as you know, is referred to UVM. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't stand for University of Vermont. It actually stands for the University of Vermont's motto. Really? Universitas Viridis Montis, which is Latin for University of the Green Mountains. Well, there you go. That's why they call it UVM. UVM. Yeah. That's fascinating. I wonder how many students that actually go there know that. If I could send <laughs> Tim to the UVM campus. Oh, and have him ask the students. <laughs> how long of a drive is that? I don't know. Probably far. A long way. Vermont is way north. It's We're on till 10. It's early. <laughs> There's still time. All right. M&M's. You know what M&M's are named after? No. M&M's are named after their two founders, Forrest Mars and Bruce Murray. But they wound up hating each other. And Mars bought out Murray's share after eight years. But they both had last names that began with M's, and that's why they call them M&M's. Wow. Bye, Felicia. Murray's out of here. That's right. I mean, after you've invented the M&M's and you're selling the M&M's, why do you need to... Continue to hang out together. 
You don't. Can't they just sit back and collect the money? That's right. What I was wondering. So why did the why did they fight? What what did they have to fight about? In theory, they could have worked from home. Or were they trying to create another? You know, the next big chocolate thing. I don't know what the problem was. All right, here's your final fact of the morning: Marlboro cigarettes. Loved me some Marlboro Lights. Marlboro cigarettes yeah. were initially targeted at women. Did hmm. you know this? Ooh, well, with a Marlboro one. man. Yeah, that's what he I was, was wondering. sexy stud, that one right there. Because he was the cowboy. Well, Mar- Marlboro cigarettes were initially targeted at women, so Philip Morris created the Marlboro man to let men know that it was okay to smoke them, too. Oh, I thought he was there as eye candy for us. Q! Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.